and welcome back to another episode of the Raving Geeks, the official geek culture podcast of CM Life. I am your host, Steve Tiemann, and with me as always... Farhan Coleman. And Jeremy Augusta. That's right, guys. Official. The other ones are just cheap imitations. <laughs> We're the official hosts. Licensed. We're the real deal. Uh-huh. So... We're going to get into some news, and then we'll we'll go from there, just like always. So the first, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about this today. We heard that the great, the legend, the man himself, Stanley, has passed away at 95, which is good innings, all things considered, but I'm not okay. Yeah, no, I'm not okay. Either. One of the most important people in American popular culture for Absolutely. the past at least 50 years, mm-hmm. 70 years, I'd say. Yeah, no, I can't think of a person who's had more of an impact on geek culture as a whole, whether it be comic books, film, whatever, than Stan Lee. Like, yeah. he's the guy you think of when you think comic books. Even now, like, he's above George Lucas. Like, mm-hmm. based oh, on yeah. what they've done that now, like, yeah. nobody nobody could beat Stan Lee. And there is a bit to be said, like, how much was Jack Kirby and how much was Steve Ditko with making all these characters? But he had a hand in Fantastic Four, the X-Men, Spider-Man, the Hulk, Doctor Strange. He revived Captain America with the Avengers. Yeah, odds are he helped with Iron Man. helped create it yeah, in some way. He had a hand yeah. in He's it. the he was like the the godfather of Marvel. Mm. Yeah, so. in a sense, yeah. And honestly, it's, we're here uh, today because of Stan Lee. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it was. I was. I remember exactly what I was doing. I was just. Uh, I was doing uh, like this. I guess uh, student uh, study thing that I had to do for a psychology class. And like the person walked up to me. It was like, "Hey, are you okay?" Because I'm just glued to my phone. Cause I just got the update that Stan Lee passed away. So yeah, it was it was it's been a, a hectic day since then. Um, mm-hmm. Just going through Twitter and talking to people. Like I've had a bunch of people text me like, "Yo, you hear what happened?" So yeah, it's been it's been wild. And I mean, the man was it is you know mid nineties, so we it was kind of hard. Happening yeah, too. You he know, was he battling pneumonia. So, yeah, and... so things were kind of pointing in that direction. But it's, even still, you kind of in the back of your head said, "But it's Stan Lee. He's gonna be okay." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Stan. It's cool that so. he lived to see Infinity War. I yes. feel like that's a yeah. big milestone that, yeah. that it's, it's, I'm glad he got to see. I wish you could have seen the X-Men and the Fantastic Four come home. Well, the X-Men are never, but, that movie's never going to come out. But, I think that movie's never going to come out. It keeps getting pushed back. No, I mean like in the MCU. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, not, not dark. Yeah, <laughs> no, not that movie will never come out. I don't I think don't it think. will. I, I'm, I'm, I'm um, losing hope in it right It's going to be right next to that one Channing Tatum movie. <laughs> the Gambit. That was supposed to be Gambit movie. It's not happening. They're in the Disney vault. Yeah. Wait, speaking of, the they gave a name to that Disney. It's called like Disney Plus. Yes, Disney yeah. Plus. That's the streaming service. Did they announce a price yet in that press release? No, I don't believe but I'll pay so. Hmm. Yeah, no. I'll pay it because I want. I'm not gonna. Buy I want that. the Mandalorian, and all the MCU shows. Is the Mandalorian only coming to that streaming service? Probably, as far as I know. Yeah. Okay, I might have to get it for a month. And we'll they better have that month free trial. <laughs> a yeah. month free trial. Um, what was I gonna say about Stan? Um. A big question was like, what about his cameos? What What's he done? So, Well, Avengers 4 is shot. Avengers 4 is in so shot. So if he has a cameo in there, it's done. I'm pretty sure Spider-Man, 4, Spider-Man Far From Home wrapped. It did? I believe so. Wrapped okay. kind of recently. Captain, um, Marvel. Captain Marvel's in the bag. And I he probably has a cameo in Spider-Verse. Maybe. Would, I'd assume so. Hmm. Um, but other than that, I remember reading something like... A year ago, where it was like Stan Lee's filmed like six cameos for like upcoming movies. Really? Probably but, uh, the next Black Panther too. I would. Yeah. yeah, that might be like, the last one. Because a lot of that, I think. Didn't you say that they like film his cameos like all together, so he doesn't have to keep going like back and forth? That would yeah, make sense. Yeah, I imagine so. that the the MCU overlords mm-hmm. were like, okay, here here's 
here's your little They've snippet had this for planned. Yeah, mm. I'm about to say he wasn't his mid 90s, so I feel like yeah. if you were gonna if you had plans for him, you would get it all yeah. done. Yeah. So and they they probably have like a special thing that they're gonna do, thinking like, okay, this is probably gonna be Stanley's last one, so let, yeah. let's make this one special. Mm. Yeah. So maybe the last one's Spider Man. It's like maybe the last one is in a Spider Man movie because that's kind of his that like. Would be fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see. Mm. But yeah, it's 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 weird because like like I said, you you kind of almost prepared for it a little bit because mm. you knew the man was sick in his mid nineties, but at the same time you kind of went, well, he's Stan Lee, he's going to be fine. I will say that. So then when it happens, it's just kind of like if they do what they did wild. with Tarkin and Rogue One. I will riot. No, yeah, they I should not. I don't think no, better no, allow that. I don't think this because well, the thing with Tarkin is that actor had been gone for a while yeah, by the like time they had done at that. At least twenty years. Yeah, I think. Stan Lee passed away today. Well, so. the, the Carrie Fisher one's probably more apt, a more apt yeah. comparison. Yeah, but I think they did yeah. her well. Plus, that was um, a younger version of Carrie Fisher. So mm-hmm. either way, even if Carrie Fisher was still alive, you would have still had to do that. Yeah. And then in nine, they used footage that they had yeah. of Carrie. There wasn't any mm-hmm. digital recreation. Okay, so. As long as they don't do that, yeah, I don't see them doing. Maybe that at all. I think they need to let them let it. let let this chapter mm-hmm. die. I think yeah. maybe like a portrait in the X mansion at some point. Yeah, something That's like it. that. Yeah, like, that would be fitting. But my I friend think mentioned like a gravestone. Yeah. that just says like Stan, like here lies Stanley, and like, then have like just in the background some respects or something. Well, their idea was, and Dylan, who is on a lot of other podcasts, said that they're going to show Captain America's grave next to Stanley's. Oh. That would be rough. Don't do that to I'm me. I'm not ready for that. That would hurt. <laughs> Don't do that to me. It'd be really good, though. It'd be very It would be touching. Yeah. There wouldn't be a dry eye in the theater. No. Except for people who are like, who's Stan Lee? Because <laughs> oh, there's Lord always Jesus. that one person yeah. in the theater who's like, I don't get it. It's either going to be, everybody is going to be just like sobbing, or they'll see the, the cameo in Avengers 4, and they'll just be like, oh, it's Stan Lee. And, and then we're not going to hear it. We're not going to hear the next five minutes of the movie. Just like, <laughs> shut up. It's like, <laughs> shut up. We get it. It's Stan. Okay. But yeah. Probably the biggest pop culture loss this year. Yeah, Most definitely. So far. By m- biggest pop culture loss in a while. I don't know actually. how we top that. No. I don't think you can't top that. Uh, some brighter news. You want to transition to yes. Detective Pikachu? Let's go way brighter news. We got a trailer for Detective Pikachu, and that movie looks Very insane. Yes. I'm so excited for it. So, did you watch the trailer? I did not watch the trailer. I'll break down the trailer and then we can get into some pot shots on how we think the plot's going to go. So, basically, the main character is this guy who, like, wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when he was a kid, but then he became a cop. Um, And then at some point, like, his dad goes missing and he wants to, like... Like his dad was also a cop, um, and then he goes home in his apartment to find a home intruder, and the home intruder is Detective Pikachu. Hmm. Um, except Pikachu and him are the only like he's the only po- like person who can understand Pikachu, and so Pikachu does speak. Pikachu speaks, but only to him. Okay. And Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Pikachu. To wow. everybody else, it just sounds like Pika P, <laughs> yeah. like from the video so games. They're walking through like a market. And I forget what he says. He's like, I'm pretty sure like no one else can understand me. And then like this lady comes over, she's like, Oh my gosh, your Pikachu is so cute. And he just goes, Pika Pika. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. So what what happens is like they're in a they're in like a back alley market, and Pikachu's like, Yeah, you're the only person who can actually understand me. And then he turns to someone and goes, Hey, can you understand him? And she goes, Absolutely. And then he goes, She goes like, He's so cute. And then he goes like. Pikachu says, um, so are you. And she goes, oh, Pika Pika. And you know that, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's literally all she heard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's but. a really funny trailer. Yeah. Like, there's a part where they're intimidating a Mr. Mime who looks oh, like... So there a, are other Pokemon. Yeah, there yes. are a lot of other Pokemon, and they okay. look surprisingly good. 
Uh, they're all live action. They're, they're all like it. The movie I'll, is I'll live action, the, and they're all animated. I'll yeah, you can pull okay. up the trailer and show. So the them. film is live action. All the Pokemon are like digital animations. Yes, and okay. they're they're not bad. Some are better than others. I think like they showed Bulbasaur's running through, and the Bulbasaur's look pretty good. The Mister okay. Mime looks really good. Okay. There's a Charizard. Uh, the Charizard, I'm kind of iffy on. I don't think the special effects are done for that because mm-hmm. there was a lot of fire that they had to do, obviously because it's Charizard. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's. They're all like textured, like Pikachu has fur, mm-hmm. and he looks like soft and cuddly. It doesn't look bad. I thought it was gonna be really cheesy. Oh wow, that is really and good. Like, yeah, the lighting's super good. You can see like Charizard has scales, and Jiggly Jigglypuff also has fur. Yeah, which Jigglypuff's is good furry. because he would look terrifying without and the, fur. The Bulbasaur's <laughs> are like smooth and kind of have like this leathery, mm-hmm. like shiny skin. Hmm. And they in the trailer, like they made a lot of really funny jokes yeah. about, and they like tied in Pokemon moves mm-hmm. so Pikachu and the guy are intimidating a Mr. Mime and the Mr. Mime doesn't talk he's miming everything out yeah. and Pikachu goes to like jump on the Mr. Mime and he throws up a reflect like he throws up a Pokemon really? move and Pikachu goes oh I didn't expect that and Pikachu has a move called Foresight mm-hmm. so he might have used Foresight and then the Mime like it was a mini Pokemon battle in mm-hmm. that in that dialogue and they interpret it into the, into the universe really well I think hmm. so I'm, I was not excited about this movie but now I really am so, did the trailer give any indication as to what the actual overarching plot is? They're going to go find his of, dad. Okay. And my theory is team he was investigating Team Rocket or something like that, or this okay. Pokemon organization. So, here's kind of a, it's not the best picture of the Charizard, but it has like scales. Wow. And tons of teeth. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited. And as far as I know, the continent because every pokemon game has a different continent Mm -hmm. as far as i know this continent has not been in a pokemon game or if it has it's been one of the cursory ones like pokemon ranger or something like that so we're getting a new like a new area Mm -hmm. i don't know if there's going to be new pokemon they probably won't do that Mm -hmm. this do you know the release date because i don't know that offhand it just said 2019 2019 i think summer of next year i'm assuming that this movie will come out alongside the new Pokemon games mm-hmm. that are confirmed for 2019. So this might be a big, that might be a big summer for, for Pokemon fans. Because okay. they used to do that with Pokemon games. Like they would release movies around the same time as the games, I yeah. believe. I'm excited. For a while, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, the Pokemon movies used to be really good and really high budget, and then they died off. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to get back into those high budget Pokemon movies for Nintendo. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... In the past, we haven't really had very good films that have done like the live action CGI animation no, hybrid. Any. Yeah. So that was sort of my main concern going into this. But mm-hmm. based off what you guys are saying, my hopes are a little bit elevated. But like when I first heard about this, I thought Smurfs. I thought, you know, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. Like those type of films, and those are terrible. I'm thinking so. quality wise, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That, okay, yeah, that would be... Based on the yeah. movement of them, and it didn't look cheesy, and the way they interacted with the... Because if you watch those Smurf movies, you, it's yeah. almost like they put a filter over it, mm-hmm. and the Smurfs were just sitting on top. Yeah. This, it's the way like Pikachu interacted is okay. fully integrated. Mm-hmm. It looked really nice. Yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, to me, would be like the like the template of how to correctly do a film like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And that, a lot of that comes from the way they lighted different mm-hmm. animated characters. The ch- cheap budget Sony Smurfs don't have time to spend to focus on that animation where Roger Rabbit was really an art and I think they're doing that here I think this is Warner Brothers is it Warner Brothers which tells me this is where all their money was going instead of making good DC stuff because (laughs) this looks amazing yes okay (laughs) like this might just make honestly this is probably gonna make more money than Batman versus absolutely if this makes more money than Batman versus Superman then I don't know it is going to annihilate in 
China and Japan. Can you imagine if three years ago I came up to you and said, there's going to be a Detective Pikachu movie, and it's going to make more money than a movie called Batman vs. Superman? I I would would very much doubt it. (laughs) I'd be like, get out of my face. But Granted, it it hasn't come out yet, so we don't know. But if it it does, that's why. If you think about the international release this is going to have, it's going to be huge. It's going to rival Avengers, which they come out very close together, I think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm going to see both. It's yeah. not a competition I, to me. Honestly, they both I look amazing. I w- if you, yesterday, I would have see both, never both. been on board for this movie, but now after watching the trailer, it totally did its job. And I'm based mm-hmm. on the way Twitter's reacting, Twitter and Reddit are both in the same boat as me. Yeah. Especially with like how how well the animation is and like his Pikachu's face, all the facial expressions, because he's the only Pokemon emoting anything. Mm-hmm. But. Just like his eyebrows move and like his fur is like it, it's all it's all moving and it's just it's so good. Yeah, the facial animations for Mr. Mime looked like Thanos quality. Really? Like you can see like almost Mr. Mime's pores as they move and contort with <laughs> wow. what with because his whole like he doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. So his whole like thing is facial expressions and the facial expressions on him are really mm. good. Do the other Pokemon speak, or do you only hear Pikachu No, talk? we will only hear Pikachu. The other Pokemon are going to make their Pokemon noises, okay. but I don't know, maybe Mewtwo comes and says something, because that's mm. canonically, like, I guess, okay, so in the Pokemon games and in the Pokemon universe, they're pretty inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So, like, some Pokemon can talk, like Meowth talks yeah. in the in the show. In the games, I don't think any Pokemon talk except Mewtwo and Lucario. In the movies, a lot of them talk. I don't even think they talk in the games. Because Lucario is just a Pokemon you can get yeah, you pretty might be easily. Right. And Lucario can like mind think into people and like maybe. some characters yeah. in games with Lucario can interpret his thoughts and they can do that together. Because I know in Gen 4 they could do that. In the movies it's all over the place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like pretty inconsistent. Mewtwo's the only, like Mewtwo can do that too and like put its thoughts into mm-hmm. other people's minds. And Tay can do that in the movies. I don't know. It's weird getting into the Pokemon universe because it's inconsistent. And in mm-hmm. some places they eat Pokemon. Like, they eat Slowpoke Tails in the yeah, first game. that's a good point. And they drink the milk from Pokemon. There's so, a lot from of weird Cal implications Pokemon. of Pokemon yeah, when you, when you like, get into do it. Do they eat fish Pokemon, or are there other fish around? Stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of implications of things when you get into them, we also got a <laughs> teaser for Toy Story 4. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts off Ugh, just my r- mind went real to the happy. Worst place and possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it starts off real happy with, like, Buddy, Buddy, Woody and Buddy. Buzz... And Jesse and like the whole crew and they're holding hands and it's it's fun and happy. And then there's a spork with a face on it and like uh, pipe cleaner arms. And he's like, I'm not a toy. What is going on? Ah! And he's like freaking out, which tells me that we're going to learn about sentience in this universe. And I'm yeah. real excited for the existential nightmare <laughs> that it's setting up. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. It's going to be fun. There's some point in an object's lifespan where it goes from being inanimate to animate. And that must be really... I'm here for it. Powerful thing. Because so, that fork was freaking out. That's crazy. Okay. It was a really short teaser. That was all it was. Yeah. But yeah. it's all the... All everybody's back. That seems Tom really Hanks. deep. Uh, yeah. For, I'm excited. <laughs> it's like, going to be hilarious. It seems incredible. Yeah. This could be like a, like a six-year-old in the theater not knowing what the hell's going on. That Did you guys crazy. watch the edit of Toy Story 3 where somebody was showing it to their mom and... All of the toys are going into a conveyor belt into lava, oh, no. and they cut it right at the end before you can tell that they're alive. <laughs> so the mom saw that and then saw credits and then thought the movie was over and they all died. <laughs> that I don't know why that came to mind, That's but traumatizing. I hope something like that is possible with this movie. I hope I see videos on YouTube of people mm-hmm. doing that. 
because the first like the last one and all the other ones were they had kind of dark undertones and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So uh, this one's going to be no exception. Yeah. I just want to say briefly, Disney sells the bears from Toy Story three, and they actually smell like strawberries. Yep, they do in Disney. Yeah. yeah. Did you see? You you did yeah, you go to Disney? So quick side jaunt. I went to Florida like just randomly with one of my friends to see our friend who works at Disney. So she took us to Magic Kingdom and it was great. And they had the bear and she was like, smell it. It literally Mm -hmm. smells like strawberries. And it did. And I was freaked out. Also, that place is incredible. The intention to detail with everything in that place is amazing. I've been about eight times, I think. I've been. That was my first time to Magic Kingdom. Really? And that was amazing. Magic Kingdom. I was blown away. Probably one of the. Did you only go to Magic Kingdom? Yes. Okay. Just because of everything that worked out. I'll explain later. Disney's but, extremely relevant to our podcast. Yes. So, so. talking about Disney is yeah, fine. We're bought and paid for by them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. We um we got some tickets to the filming of like one of the holiday specials. That's cool. It's like there's a concert in front of the castle, but the filming was so sporadic they were like, you guys can just walk around the park now too. We're over here. So we're like walking around the park then. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about Megan Trainer. Let's Do just go see everything open? else. Yes, everything nice, was open. Nice. So we went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is amazing. Mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um Roller coasters were cool, and there was, yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. So you did only go to Magic Kingdom? Yes. Okay. I've been to the others, though. I went okay. with my parents when nice. I was younger. But Have you ever been to Disney? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, but Probably yeah. Probably one of my favorite places on Earth. Yeah, it's, it's been, I don't even I want to say it was like 2007, 2008, around that general time period. I've been on every single ride at Disney that was made before 2016. Wow. Yeah, every single one? every single ride. Yeah, nah, that I... that was open between, like there were some that they closed, um, like in between there. But pretty much every ride that was open before 2016, I I went on. That's yeah, you awesome. got me beat yeah. there. I no. <laughs> I liked no. to be a tour guide, so I went with a class mm-hmm. when I was a senior in high school, mm-hmm. and I was basically a their portable <laughs> Disney tour guide, like awesome. giving them Disney trivia and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, also the turkey legs are overrated. They are. Absolutely. They're like $9. It was like 11 Ridiculous. They raised prices. Everything's ex- so expensive. So expensive in so Disney. Expensive. Did you have... Okay, if you ever go to Disney, listeners, you want to get the meal plan. Because if you get the meal plan, you will be able to eat at the most expensive restaurants and eat whatever you want. You're going to be full the whole time and not have to worry about money. So if you go to Disney, it's worth it to get the meal plan. If you can get into the... Because some of them, like, there's like a restaurant that's basically the... The dining room from Beauty and the Beast. That you one has like, a really long yeah, waiting list. Yeah, exactly. So you can do waiting list stuff and like use your credits, mm-hmm. which are what they call it. Some are two credits, the really uh, fancy expensive ones. And if you like call a year ahead, you can usually get a table. A year ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta call a year ahead. Well, nobody plans Disney last minute like you yeah. do. It was very spur that. of the moment mm-hmm. and it wouldn't work if I didn't know someone down there. No. So but it was really cool. Um apparently uh, Marvel characters aren't at the movie studio because they have a deal with Universal where yeah. like, it can only be on the West Coast, mm-hmm. which really surprised me because I've seen, I don't know, I guess it, I guess they were at Disneyland, but they're taking pictures with like Captain America and Loki, and I was like, oh, cool, they're at Disney now. They might have them but, at Universal. Yes, they're all at Universal. Which is why they don't have them in Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, because I remember when I went to Universal, that's where all the hero-related stuff was. It was yeah. like Spider-Man ride, Hulk had a ride, Doctor Doom had something. That's really cool. So. Okay, um, that side jump. Well, <laughs> Harry Potter's gonna. Do you have you? Did you have you been to Universal? No. Oh, okay, that you might. That was cool. With like Universal and stuff. Uh, speaking of Disney and the streaming service, they're making another thing where I said why, but they're doing <laughs> a, a, a prequel 
to Rogue One, which is a prequel. No. It's going to be about prequel to prequel. Di- Diego Luna's character no. is getting a series. I Actually, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. I did hear about that. Like, I don't know I why. don't want that. He's really like the want... worst character in that movie. Yeah, I was about to say, he's the he's he's so probably the least likable character in that movie of any of the characters from Rogue One. Do one on the robot. <laughs> if you picked like the one character from Rogue One I don't need do to see after that movie, movie, it would have been Diego Luna's character. I love the character. pilot, personally, but he's 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 Yeah, the pilot kind of sucked. True. But he was kind of a pushover. <sighs> he didn't have an interesting life up until then. Rogue One is just do one on the robot. Yeah, a buddy cop movie between two droids. Hmm. I, I would one see droid's that. a bounty hunter, and then I the other one's that. like. So yeah, what, what would that even entail? Is it just like a backstory on him? I have or no idea. Because they're gonna rob something else. Because he, in Rogue One, he's like, I've been fighting this fight since I was six years old. But he's clearly like a grown adult man, mm-hmm. and there's only 19 years between episode three and four, so it's gonna would it start in the Clone Wars? I guess and they won't. Yes, I don't think they're gonna cool, touch Clone Wars, which is a bummer. But that's the coolest era of Star Wars history. It is the coolest and it's the era. one we're not gonna see. Yeah, well, yeah well, probably just because of the stigma of the prequels. I don't yeah. think Lucasfilm or Disney wants to touch that did, area or period of time. Did we talk about that last week? Where Anakin might have a, Caden Christensen might have a cameo or something. I hope so. Because I remember seeing, I think, I don't know if it was an onion article. I bring up the rumor honestly, every now it might and have then. been. But, <laughs> and you guys are like, no, get him out of here. I, I, they've jumped the shark so many times, they can do just it. Just do it. Just yeah. send it. Just get it. ghost Hayden in there. I don't I don't think Hayden Christensen wants to come back in that franchise, let alone everyone else who doesn't want Hayden Christensen. He showed up back. to the anniversary. I hope Natalie Portman doesn't come back. He showed up to the anniversary panel at Star Wars Celebration for oh, 40 sure years. Oh, I'm sure he'll show up and, and do some Everybody was there, like, but... the warmest welcome, <laughs> standing ovation. Really? For, yeah. People, people forget people how bad Natalie Portman was in the prequels. Yeah, she is way worse than he is. Really, I think Eddie Christensen's worse. I think her her I, delivery on some of the stuff is ridiculous. It's, you can't really go wrong either way. They're both pretty terrible. Yeah, they're both. Personally, bad. I blame George for all that. Yes, absolutely. It it's is like, fault. I think Harrison Ford said it with the first one, and you can bleep this out if it's not okay. But like, he read the script, and then he goes up to George, he's like, George, you can write this shit, but you can't say it. Mm-hmm. And that has been a theme. Even into the prequels, yeah. and that was where it was really bad because it's he was just surrounded by yes men. It's like, yeah. Okay, we're gonna do this. I'm George Lucas, and they're like, okay, great, George, great, great, George. And then it's all it was all green screens. He gave no direction to anybody. They, he was like, mm-hmm. just say it, just, just say move it. around how, with the lightsaber. How do you think you? How do you think you would say it? You're oh, Anakin Skywalker. So nice. he did the best with what he had. And I maintain in Episode Three, he does the emotions. The least worst job. Yes, he does a weird thing in in Three <laughs> where um, improvisation. Where Hayden Christensen is talking, and then he layers two cuts over each other, so it looks like he's like fading. Oh, good. It's really it. There's no reason for it, and it's crazy. What else are they spinning off? They're spinning off Walking Dead for no reason. Hooray! I don't watch Walking Dead. It's a it's a Rogue One prequel about Cassian Andor. Exactly. exactly. Who cares? <laughs> Speaking of who cares, they're making three movies about Rick Grimes. Hooray! Oh, yeah, no, really, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Dude, none of these movies are going to make money. That was, <laughs> these movies are going to make They, well, Actually, that's the same They faked out his death or something on on The Walking Dead, the show. It was Rick Grimes' last episode. But now he's going to be in movies. Who cares? Um, also, they're making a Breaking Bad spinoff movie. That I saw. Uh, didn't, I still have not watched a single frame of... Breaking Bad, except for the part where he says, I'm the one who knocks, just because I kept hearing that line, and I wanted to know where the hell it was coming from. 
But did you ever watch the gif of them throwing a pizza on someone's roof? I have not. There's a house where they, they, they do a bit where they throw a pizza on someone's roof. And in real life, people kept going to that person's house and throwing pizza on oh the roof. God. And it was an old Vince lady. Vince Gilligan had to get on Twitter and be like, please <laughs> yeah. stop. It's an old lady. People kept throwing pizza on her roof. And he's like, stop. There's an actual person who lives there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to someone's house. home. You're buying hot and ready's and just <laughs> chuck them on the roof. <laughs> I love the internet. Me too. Um, let's see. A lot of spinoffs this week. Um, there's a Watchmen... They're redoing Watchmen on HBO. Kill me. That I didn't see. Jeremy Irons is going to be Ozymandias. As long as it's... Is it Zack Snyder attached to it? I don't think so. Good. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. That's such an interesting universe. I've that actually Zack Snyder like, just shat movie. all over. I've never watched it. I actually think it's I just good. know they didn't... You might like it. I just know they didn't do the giant squid in I, the Zack Snyder I, and movie. And the weird part is, everything that Jeremy has said he has an issue with, I agree. Like, every issue he has with Watchmen, I agree with. Those issues just didn't bother me as much as they clearly bothered See, him. See, that's how I am with Man of Steel. When somebody, like, lays out everything wrong with Man of Steel, I'm like, you're right. Do I, I still like enjoy it? Yeah. Kinda. I think it's it's not fun. Fun's not the right word. Yeah. But it's good. I, yeah. Yeah. Did you like Batman versus Superman? I Okay. I hate <laughs> the theatric release, but that extra long cut. The, like, the director's cut or whatever, mm-hmm. that's watchable. Okay. I'll maintain you, it's watchable. You may have the same opinion on Watchmen because Watchmen is a really long movie mm-hmm. but it's it's watchable and there are some scenes that definitely could have been cut but it's oh, yeah. definitely mm-hmm. not yeah. the worst movie ever yeah it it it's watchable I think yeah. that's a good word to describe it when you, I went to the BVS ultimate cut I was like hey this is better I still hate Lex Luthor I still think Doomsday was the worst choice for Superman's second film but <laughs> see, it's, it's, it's that's good. how I felt about it it was just like all the issues I have with BVS are still there but for some reason, I don't think it's, it's a, as bad as the theatrical cut. Yeah, yeah. The theatrical cut is, oh, it's bad. Every I I really do hate that movie, but keep going. Okay. I have nothing else to say about. Um, I really do hate that movie, what but else I we guess got? so. They're doing a spinoff anime of Pacific Rim, which is uh-huh. an interesting way to, to go about this. That makes sense to me. Like yeah. Godzilla, Pacific Rim, like yeah. that whole art style really makes sense. Yeah, so I'm about that. I never saw the second one. I, I meant didn't to. either. I haven't seen either of them, but I will watch this. The anime. first one is good. Like, I've heard that. Uh, okay, <laughs> if you go to watch giant okay. robots beat up monsters, I don't. You gotta don't, know what you're getting into. Good. I say that I always be careful. I'm always like careful when I talk about the first one. I always tell people the first one is fun. I will never say it's good. <laughs> <laughs> when people ask me like, should I watch the first Pacific Rim? I'm like, yes, it's fun. You okay. never will you hear me say it's good. Okay, okay. that's fair. Yeah, it's fun, but it is not good. <laughs> I will maintain that there's there's very few actors in that who are any good. Idris yeah. Elba. And is it. Charlie Day. No, it, it goes. It just El- Charlie Day was overacting. Yeah, but yeah. So it goes. It just Anything Elba, else it Charlie Day ever does for the rest of his life is overacting. That's a good point. Compared to what he does in Always Sunny in <laughs> Philadelphia, because he's like, just he was, a scum. He was extreme. I feel like he was extremely overacting in Pacific Rim. I was like, there's no person he's in this break world his that that extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. But he was extremely overacting. Just but. that that bit where Gypsy is dragging the boat. Through the city, mm-hmm. just batter up yeah. against the kaiju. Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, no, yeah, there's some amazing so, shots in yeah. that movie, and I will watch it. But, like, if you turn on like Pacific Rim, I will watch it. But I, I'm it's not, not good. No, it's, it's fun. Not, it's I'm fun. that way with National Treasure. Good. If National Treasure is on the TV, I will watch that it. That is also a fun but movie. But I don't think it's a good movie. <laughs> oh, Nick Cage. What a, what a treasure. He's, like, broke. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He's really obscure shit. And he like, has dinosaur a lot bones. of money in child support. Dinosaur bones. <laughs> he bought dinosaur bones that. Ended up being like they were stolen from Mongolia, yeah. so he had to return them. I actually He's got a bad. That. He has a bad role in Nick Cage. That's why he does all those awful movies. Is because he needs the money. Oh wow. Okay. Poor That's guy. Fair. Um. Let's see what else. Did you ever see Knowing? No. 
knowing's a really bad horror movie work. Uh, he knows like when bad things are gonna happen, and he goes to a room and it says the dates of all the bad things, and he's warning people that like a plane's gonna crash, and nobody believes him. <laughs> and it's about a, like a time capsule. I remember that. You guys should like if you're listening, get seen drunk it, and that, watch yeah. Knowing, and have yourself a great time. Wonderful. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, there, there, there's talk of what Kingsman Three is gonna be, and it's gonna be set in World War One. No Taron Egerton. So yeah, I'm guessing I'm, the founding of the so Kingsman. So I'm guessing from from how I understood it, I guess that Kingsman 3 is a prequel, then the whatever Kingsman comes after that will be a continuation of the, the actual story, story, the main storyline. Gotcha. I think. I think that's how I understood that report when I heard about it or, and read it. Yeah. So. Did you guys like Kingsman 2? I didn't see it. I've never seen a Kingsman movie. I saw a King. I saw okay. the first Kingsman. But first I one's did really not good. See Kings, first Kingsman was movies. unexpectedly yeah. really good. Like I wasn't expecting to enjoy the movie as much as I did. I had no idea what it was going in. I was Nobody like, oh, did. It's like a teenage spy movie, and then it was like they were dropping f bombs. No, like, like there was not a teenage spy movie. Violence. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I looked cool. at it as American James Bond, but like stereotypical American James Bond. Yeah. That's uh, the way I perceived it. Only seeing like well, trailers. I mean, the, the first one doesn't take place in. America, does it? No, like American stylized okay, James yeah. Bond because I know they're British. Yeah, but they they took the attitude of like let's just do guns and stuff like US. that. Yeah, just crazy spy stuff and gadgets and yeah, it looks yeah, stunts. It's it's it was really good. I have not seen the second one, so can't it's talk. It's less that. good. So I've heard, uh, but Jeff Bridges is in it, so that's a plus. So yeah. is Channing Tatum. He was too busy doing this to be in Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's complaining about that. What else? We all the podcasts I listen to always talk about the Loki spinoff. Like we know it's happening. Hmm. We don't know what it is. Just shut up. Let's well, not be one Tom of Tom Hiddleston posted that thing, so we have to talk about that now. We have to. Well, there we go. We talked about I just it. Don't know what it is. Nobody knows. Yeah. Disney's like, we got to do Loki, but uh, anybody got a script? And they're like, no. We can put Loki in whatever, and people will watch it. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else we got? Any games? Any games came out? Not that no, I'm aware of. Have you guys been playing more Red Dead? I'm trying to. I have not. I still haven't bought Red Dead. Me neither. So. How are how are you? Uh, how are you liking it? I really like it. It's the the controls aren't they're awful. Great. Some of the worst. Yeah. The shooting is misery. Yeah. Um. I learned how to use the iron sights the other day, so that's cool. I didn't know you like, could use you the go iron from, sights. First person. You go into first person, and then you hit down on the D pad, and then you aim. And then you can use the iron sights of the gun, which is interesting. You discovered it. It's complicated, but it's interesting. Have you done any uh, legendary animal hunts? Did the bear and I did the fox. I want to go find the white buffalo because the the really rare Arabian horse is over by the white buffalo, yes. and I want that horse. And the white buffalo outfit is pretty cool. The hardest one is the alligator and the panther. Okay. I watched my roommate kill the white elk, and watching him do that hunt was exhilarating. Right. He's running across land like I gotta get him, <laughs> stuff like that. And the rewards are pretty cool. So I feel bad hunting sometimes. Honestly, like especially yeah. when it's like predators, like wolves will come after you. I'm like, no, stop it. <laughs> so I just want to. I don't want to hurt you. You're too beautiful. <laughs> yeah, watching him take down this gorgeous white elk was kind of heartbreaking. But anyway, uh, what else? What else do I think about that game? I'm looking for like. The, the the cool like side missions that like here are, like, Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this there's a few involving this group called the Night Folk. Yes, and they're in the swamps. Yeah. outside of Saint Denis, and it's super freaky. Like, um, I didn't find the one where you have to go help the guy where they took his house, mm-hmm. but I was just riding along and I see these torches. 
like out in the swamp, just two torches, like outside of a house. So I stopped my horse and I ran over and it was just two of them carrying this woman away. And I was like, what the hell? And I killed them. And I was like, okay, well, she's dead. What the, what? The way I saw it was we were outside St. Denise in the swamp area and there was a woman laying on like a rock mm-hmm. with a torch and my roommate walked over to inspect what happened and all of a sudden a bunch of them just started running around the woods with torches and he's like, I gotta get out of here and jumped <laughs> on his horse and ran away. Interesting. It's fun, yeah. yeah. It's, there's like, there's so much to that game. It's like, I feel bad like Googling, like, hey, what's a fun thing I can do in Red Dead? Like, rather than organically finding it. Mm-hmm. But half the time you just won't because you don't yeah. ride past the very specific thing. That but game you, is so big there. My roommate went through the entire, he played the game once and didn't encounter any of the freaks, which are a certain like amount of people who have purposely crazy storylines, and he didn't encounter any of them. So now on this playthrough, he's going through and and really going through with a fine tooth comb mm-hmm. and making sure he encounters everything he can. Like you can fight the devil in this game. Aliens are in this game yeah, too. Yeah, there's like a flying saucer. You can find Bigfoot's bones. This sounds like Saints Row. It's wild. Saints Row 3 is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, this is what it's sounding like. It sounds there's like a ghost Saints train Row today. Western Wild Saints Row. Right. Yeah, it sounds like really? Western Saints Row. Ghost that. train outside of like Lemoyne. Is this game buggy at all? Because I haven't seen any huge bugs. It bugged on me the first night I got it. So okay. I was, no, second night, maybe. I rage quit when this happened, but I was riding along. <laughs> Throws a and this guy's like, help, help. These guys are in my house and they have my wife. And I was like, I'll save her. And I rode over to the house. And I busted in, and I shot one, but I only had a double barrel. <laughs> so the guy, the other guy ran up and stabbed me. Oh, no. And I was, I was dead. I was like, well, I guess. And you can't try, like, the little missions again. Oh, if really? You, if you die, like, and you go back to it, it's not there. They're done. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just go back to the house. And I was riding my horse along the side, and there was, like, little sandbars in the water. Mm-hmm. So, like, my horse kind of went up to, like, the top of its legs at the deepest. And there was an alligator, and it spooked the horse. And then both me and the horse launched opposite directions, 20 oh. feet in the air. Oh, my God. The horse went out into the lake, and I, like, smacked into a rock and died. And I was like, okay, that's, oh. that's enough for the night. I've been playing Skyrim again, mm-hmm. and I have not... None of the main quests I've done have gone without bugging out. Really? Every single thing, every single quest I do has some sort of weird glitch, whether it's big or small. So I'll give an example. There's one quest where if you talk to a dude... And you leave the house before he does, he falls through the ground. Oh, no. Now, to get to him, you have to run across buildings, use a shout to stop time, use a different shout to dash over to something, and you can drop thousands of feet to interact with him, kill him, and then teleport back up. That quest happened to me today, but it glitched in a different way, where when Wonderful. I followed him around, I could just kill people, and he didn't notice. Instead, he would go over to the bodies and go, who did this? And I would just be right in front of him with knives and him not notice. <laughs> there were, like, there was one quest where the dragon, where a dragon was supposed to be locked down, and instead he just pinged off into the air, so it was his disembodied voice talking to me. That game is, came out in 2011, almost eight years old. Every single mission has some sort of bug in it. Which, now that people are starting to talk more about Elder Scrolls Six. I'm kind of hesitant and not looking forward to it. And Fallout 76 is a that is bug super minefield. buggy. Yeah, and there's no security on it. Yeah. So if you play online with somebody, you can tell the server whatever you want. So you can say this person's dead, and the server will go, "Oh, that person's dead," and kill him. Or you say, "I can look through walls now and do that stuff." So instead of having to download hacks, you can literally just do it yourself. That's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, super crazy. Didn't that beta like delete itself? The beta, but that's just really bad right now. They're uh, they're I'm pretty sure that happened. 
Yeah, I I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I know that there's some some crappy look. stuff that's happened. I actually just considered getting when I first saw the uh, preview for Fallout 76. I thought about getting it because I really enjoy playing. I would Fallout advise 4. against it, but yeah, from what I've been hearing, I think I'm just gonna leave it alone and just continue with Fallout 4 as I am and just stay in my little comfortable Fallout 4 corner. I I kind of went back because there's a YouTuber I watch called Joseph Anderson who does these huge critiques. He has like a two-hour critique of Fallout 4. And I went back and watched that and heard some of his criticisms of it. And the way that Fallout 4 comes in after Skyrim, it comes in as more of like a shooter and there's less Mm -hmm. RPG elements. And I'm really afraid that the new Elder Scrolls is going to follow down that path. And I'm kind of worried for for Bethesda going forward. Okay, so here's the bug that I was talking about. Turns out, okay, so... The Fallout 76 beta started whenever this article came out, and then Bethesda tweeted something, and it said, don't click any buttons? Weird. Turns out the issue wasn't your average freeze. It was a bug where clicking any button on the launch client would delete the entire beta. <laughs> oh, my God. And force the users to download the just under any 50 button. gigabyte thing over again. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, hopefully Bethesda gets their shit button. together before the new, before wow. the new Elder Scrolls, because that's so, insane. Don't buy any Bethesda games for... The next three feature. years, yeah. I don't wow. know. Yeah. I've never been Pressing into any. I have never heard of that. That's before. the funniest bug I've ever heard of. I think pressing any button, like, oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> go on. Oh, wow, press enter to begin. Delete. <laughs> wow, well, I guess I'm not playing Fallout today. That is the wildest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so that's fun. Good old Bethesda. Um, yeah, I haven't been playing a whole lot other than Red Dead. I'm waiting for the next Spider Man DLC to come out, which is this month. Um, I couldn't even tell you what else is coming out. We could that interested me. probably, well, I know Fallout's coming out. Pokemon's coming out. I don't think there's usually this time of year is big. The pre holiday oh, release. Battlefield Five. That looks Battlefield really good. Five's coming out. Like, say what you will. Like everybody's like hating on Battlefield Five. Looks really good. I liked Battlefield Four a lot. The people hating on Battlefield Five were strange because some of them were like very anti women. Like some were like, we don't want women in our games. There was some of that, but also there was just like. A general, no one cares. It was like Battlefield Five pre-orders yeah. are like all-time low, so it's like it it can't. That's the EA just, effect. Yeah, that's that's true. People are not pre-ordering stuff anymore, which I think is good. Mm. Not not but, having to pre-order games. I mean, I watched the opening, and it was like instead of you know in Battlefield One, like the very first mission where you're just you're in the battle and then you'll die and you go to another soldier at that battle. Yeah. It's that only when you die, it just goes to a completely different front of the war. That sounds cool. So it's like, you're a British paratrooper in Norway. Which That mission sounds sweet because I think Mm -hmm. it's the SAS raid on the German nuclear program Mm -hmm. in like the late 40s, which is going to be awesome. Um, So it was that. And then I went to, you were a German tank commander in the desert. And then you went to like some kind of sniper up in the mountains to like an American. And it was, it's, it's really like, because with World War Two games, it's like it's D Day and the Battle of the Bulge and the Battle yeah, of Berlin. Yeah, you see the same things over and over but and over again. This, I feel like they were doing like Kasserine Pass and the Norway mission and like stuff that you never really see in World War Two games mm-hmm. outside of the really niche PC ones that everyone's yeah. way too good at. And <laughs> yeah. when you try and play, you <laughs> just get stomped. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for it. The story in Battlefield One was really good. Um, the story in this one's probably going to be really good as well. Mm-hmm. The way I buy EA games is I wait three months until after they come out because then they're 20 bucks at Best Buy. Mm. Uh, I did that with Battlefront, and I did it with Battlefield 1. Is that what it's called, Battlefield 1? The yes. World War 1 one? Yes. Yep. The World War 1 one. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm sticking with that one. 
RIP Battlefront. Have you guys been um, reading slash listening slash? Uh, I got through the second episode of Daredevil. Or it was <laughs> two weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I watched the first episode and then episode. I'm just now getting to the second one. Um, I the it's gotten really good. I guess mm. <laughs> it's about. I mean, I haven't really gotten into the series as you know as much as Steve yeah. has. But. I'm on seven or eight right now. Yeah. See, like I said, and I haven't gotten that far. Wow. It's hey, you're right, dude. Where you're gonna finish by Christmas? Oh, I'm gonna finish by the time I'm yeah. forty. <laughs> I'm How come many back. episodes are there? Uh, uh, Thirteen. Like oh usual. my god, yeah. that's a lot of episodes. Iron Fist kind of ended suddenly because I was on episode ten, and I'm so used to it being thirteen seat, like at thirteen mm-hmm. episodes. Then like episode Were you ten disappointed? ended. Oh no, I wasn't disappointed, okay. but I was expecting to watch three <laughs> more episodes. Yeah. And then I got to ten, I was like, oh, it's over. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. I guess <laughs> this on. is where we leave. I was like, oh, but, all right, well, that was terrible. Yeah. Moving on. Daredevil's great. Um, one of my friends headed me off of this. House of Cards season six is the worst final season uh, of anything ever. Really? Yeah, I've been off. People this are the House tearing of Cards stuff for it to shreds. It is like people are like it's incomprehensible. The ending is just awful. Wow! You don't know what anybody's motivations are. Why anything is happening? Like, House of Cards ended for me in the perfect way, and that is Frank died in a hospital bed, and then the vice president took over, and Claire's mom died. Like that is where yeah. I left off, and that is where and it's going to die for the me. President. Yeah. I didn't make it that far, and I'm glad yeah. because she would be a horrible president. It, and the last season ended with her sitting at the desk and looking right at the camera and going, my turn, and then the cuts to black, and you're like, ooh, what's going to happen? Like Kevin Spacey was a pedophile. Yeah. My my friend sent me a Snapchat. Like, I'm sorry. This is the weirdest thing. My friend sent me a Snapchat of us in the library, and on his computer screen is just Kevin Spacey's face, and then it zooms in on, to me <laughs> on the other end of the library. I don't know why, but that was just hilarious to me. It's pretty yeah. So, um, have you? Are you a big fan of House Cards? I liked the first few seasons, but I mean, Kevin Spacey obviously is a terrible, terrible person. So there's always that dilemma of, do you, can you appreciate this art anymore if yeah. this person's in it? Like, I feel that I'll way still about watch Baby Driver sometimes. But yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go. It's back hard to, to separate it. an artist from their art, especially yeah. when Kevin Spacey's character in that is such a dick anyway. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, oh, is You're that like kind of like, guy what is, is actually like? Is like, that difficult for you guys to do? Like separate no, the artist from the art? not for okay. me. I, I know for me, like, I can still go, even though I know Kevin Spacey is a terrible human being, I can still go back and watch Seven and Usual Suspects. See, still, I need to, I want to watch Seven because I've heard that's you like. You have not seen Seven? No, I've been, I don't know, I'm sheltered a little bit. I think I saw the first 10 minutes of Seven. You haven't watched Seven? I'm sorry. <laughs> I have homework. Have you seen LA Confidential? <laughs> no. That's a really good Kevin Spacey movie too with Danny DeVito in it. I mean. If you like LA Noir, do you ever play LA Noir? Mm. Okay. If anything, if you don't like Kevin Spacey, you can watch that movie because of what happens to Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, so. that's a good movie. That's okay. a good movie to watch for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't like him as a person, but I like him in An Baby Driver. Incredible actor. Yeah, he's a great yeah, actor. Phenomenal actor. Just. He was a really great impressionist. That this one time he was on Fallon doing a bunch of impressions. He's super talented. Yeah, I've watched Just that video. Garbage human. Yep. So, hmm. uh, so we suffer that how you will, <laughs> listeners. Do we want to cut it at Kevin Spacey's garbage human? Sure, he's a garbage human. House card season six was hot trash. Don't watch it. Go watch Daredevil instead. Yeah, Daredevil's really good. Yeah, yeah it is. The episode two was like really good, mm. like really, really good. Um, I looked into the hallway sequence in this um season. It's one take. It's also it is one, one take. Is it really? Yes. I the, saw a video of that on Reddit. Pretty sure I heard it was one take. Hmm. Oh, wow. I don't know how they do that. That is impressive. Yeah. Super. T- there's also Daredevil's been good at that. There's and also Wilson Fisk is by far the best villain. He's so good. In it. Like. I don't. I almost don't like. You know how most villains you just naturally don't like because they're yeah. villains. I just can't. Like I can't. Even villains that I yeah. enjoy seeing on screen, I don't like them as people. I can't yeah. do that. Wilson Fisk. Yeah. I actually like. 
empathize with him. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, yeah, I totally yeah. understand, like, completely. There's I'm also a, a Tywin really... Lannister. Sorry. I'm that way with Tywin Lannister oh, and Tywin? Skyrim. Or not Skyrim. In, uh, the dad, Game of Thrones. Dad Lannister? Yeah, yes, dad Lannister. the best. Um, I was going to say, there's also a one-shot fight scene with Daredevil and fake Daredevil. Who was in the trailer, so that's not a spoiler. Fake Daredevil as in Bullseye? Yeah, Bullseye, okay. when he's in the Daredevil suit. And they're fighting in an office, and it's really, really good. Yeah. I think I saw Bullseye in episode two. I don't, they never say he's Bullseye, but he's just, like, taking people out with precision accuracy. Yeah, that's when the convoy gets ambushed, right? Yeah. And then he like he's, like, shooting everybody. He runs out of ammo, breaks the gun down, and chucks yeah, the gun I was pieces. Like, I was yeah. like, they don't. They haven't said that's Bullseye, but that has to be Bullseye. It's clearly, yes. <laughs> I was yes, just like, no, no one else is that accurate. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, um... Yeah, they have a, a showdown in one of the episodes I watched, and it's pretty sure it's one take. It's really good. And it's, like, Matt Murdock, like, hiding for his life as, like, just office things are being thrown at him. Wow. Like pencils going through boards and stuff, and he gets, like, scissors in it's his like shoulder. like, if only I wasn't blind. Yeah. I need, okay, I need to get further yeah. in this season now. It's really good, so. Recommend Daredevil. Don't recommend House Cards. Okay. That Kevin Spacey's a terrible Kevin human. Kevin Spacey's yeah. a bad person. <laughs> Words didn't, to live by. We didn't need to tell you that. Everyone knows. Um, so yeah, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Raven Geeks. You can find us everywhere that you can find your podcasts. We're there. You can also find us on cm-life.com. Thank you. And until next time, same bad time, same bad channel. Rest in peace, Stan. You'll be missed.